Welcome to the Soul Meet Strategy Podcast. This is for the new earth feminine leader who is ready for exponential growth by going deeper into her magic. The woman who's here to expand her wealth, become fully self-expressed and make waves through her business. Hi, I'm your host, Jenna Fay, founder of Soul Meet Strategy. I've grown my multi six-figure business by mentoring badass women like you to unleash your embodied feminine leadership, use aligned strategy to scale, become masterful facilitators and experience quantum manifestation. If you're a full body yes to experiencing more wealth, pleasure and nourishment in your life and business, then you are in the right place. Come and connect with me on Instagram at soulmeetstrategy. Get on my email list at soulmeetstrategy.com and come hang out with me in my community of fellow new earth feminine leaders on Facebook. Now let's kick this off and get this party started. Hey goddess, you're tuning in to the exclusive Transcending the Patriarchy series led by myself and my beloved, my husband Spencer, that we have created together to celebrate our new program that we are co-creating called Transcending the Patriarchy. I'm excited that you're here. Join us for these deep dive conversations around healing the masculine both within ourselves and the world and experiencing limitless love and true sovereignty. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part three of the Transcending the Patriarchy series with myself and my beloved Spencer. Today, we're going to be talking about really two core things, navigating what's going on in the world as many systems, many control measures continue to crumble, including lots rooted in the patriarchy, as well as getting into some of the fun stuff around quantum manifestation and Something that we get asked about a lot, which is a lot around our journey, because we, I like to think of ourselves as grid workers and we move around and flow a lot. And the last year, even though it's been really freaking intense, it's also been incredibly abundant as well for what we've been able to experience, what we've been able to create. And I feel like there's so much we can share within this journey that may activate, I know will activate many different things for you. So I'm going to pass it over to you, babe, of maybe we could start with navigating what's going on in the world right now and your initial thoughts around that. Sure. Awesome. So we are live on Facebook here, so we will be coloring within the lines of this platform a little bit. Make sure you check out Jenna's podcast, uh, the Soulmate Strategy Show show podcast, the Soulmate Strategy podcast, and Mind, Consciousness, and Leadership you can find on Spotify and all those ones because we do go even deeper on there where we know we're not going to get censored and stuff like that. But we will be using code and language and all that good stuff so that way we can get the point across here. So there has been a lot of evolution, (laughs) to say the least, in the past eight months since the start of the year. And for me, really a big kickoff point was actually the December 21st solstice of uh, 2020 when we had a huge amount of energy open up within this dimensional space we reside in called planet earth and there's been a lot from here i'm gonna pass it over to jenna because our puppy's kind of freaking out a little bit now he settled down um part of the journey we're going to talk about is um our journey with animals because we know you guys follow us on insta stories and we have lots of interesting things to say around that but 
one of one of the big things is there's been a huge dimensional shift and with this dimensional shift literally a higher frequency we hear it termed ascension evolution awakening with this this rising of frequency all of the shit that humanity has been holding on to and the planet has have locked up in the earth grids has to come to the surface to be looked at and this is literally appearing as control tyranny subjugation so all of those patriarchal energies are literally rising up yeah so with that being said with everything that's going on in the world right now we're seeing literally the illusion crumble and as the illusion continues to crumble it's extremely triggering as well because there's so many things i know for myself and for you as well that I feel like I didn't truly appreciate, I took for granted, and it's been this beautiful experience. You know, I'll give the example of simple things like just being out in nature. And now we're starting to see how much control they're putting in with these things, but at the same time, it's bringing up such beautiful conversations around sovereignty and around freedom. And I feel like that is exactly what's meant to be happening right now. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are experiencing this massive rising tide of frequency in very hard ways. There's a lot of struggle out there. There's a lot of contraction. We see it with our clients. We see it with our family members. We see that sovereignty has really come to choice point moments with all the things that people are running to their doctors to take. And this is because not every soul on this planet we are on right now is meant to fully awaken. And this is one of the biggest lessons that I on a personal level have been integrating. And that is this, this whole concept that has been coming through me of this, that the, the knowingness that many souls will not awaken. And we as light leaders, grid workers, you know, whatever conscious leaders, however you want to term yourself, we are here to anchor the frequency within this is not a time to be looking externally. If you're seeking external validation or your stillness in a line center point moment externally, you're going to get washed away in the collapse of the three and the four D. Literally, you're going to get caught up in situations where, you know, you get imprisoned or you get sick or you manifest disease. So one of the key things that Jen and I have learned is a lot about detachment, a lot about letting go and stopping judging. Let's say I'm going to use um, some of my, you know, I'll say uh, family members, you know, we've all had family members who've gone and made the choice to do um, things with inorganic technology in their bodies. Well, for a long time, I was taking that on as my own, as I'm a warrior and I want to give you the information. So that way you can not do this because that's my projection of how you should be living your life. But here's the thing, their soul, came here for that experience. And when you scale up to the soul level and you start going back into the, you know, quote unquote, higher dimensional spaces, higher frequencies, the soul is not judging their experience of suffering and of taking this technology as right or wrong. They're literally here getting that lesson. But what is right or wrong is me sitting there projecting, saying that their soul journey is right or wrong because of my own perception. And this has been a huge thing of release. And I'm not saying that there haven't been emotions where I've been, where I've been like fi um, finding contraction and things like that, of course. But that was part of my own soul of realizing that everything flows 
divinely. And here's the beautiful thing. Every single soul, whether it's a family member or a friend who maybe ends up dying from this inorganic technology in the next couple of years, will leave this earthly simulation that we're in and go and fulfill their karmic contracts somewhere else in a reality that is better suited for their soul to remember that they are not actually separate from source, from God, whatever you want to say. So this has been a huge, huge lesson and knowing this for myself and what it's created has been relief, like deep relief, knowing that I'm not responsible for everyone else. I'm responsible for my internal state. I'm responsible for me unhooking the patriarchal hooks that we're going to talk about a little bit more and then coming deeper into my alignment. Like my responsibility is me, no one else. And when I take care of that, naturally my energetic and my frequency goes out and it helps raise other people up. Yeah, and I saw we had a good question here in the comments and I'll, I'll just speak to it for a second. And if you have anything you wanna add is why would any soul want that experience? And I think that was tight when you're talking about inorganic technology and some people suffering. leaving this planet suffering. and. You know, my, my personal belief is coming into the playground of Earth is to experience like 360, you know, in terms of experiences, emotions, the highs, the lows. And I believe there's a lot of souls that have been here reincarnating on Earth for multiple lifetimes. And so to really get that full spectrum, for some people, this may be the, the time that they've chosen to tap in and experience that and when we zoom out into thinking that we're all droplets of the divine and source consciousness i also believe that the quote-unquote bad guys you know that we're experiencing here on the planet or and or people who are good people but maybe having different experiences of quote-unquote suffering and stuff here on the planet that when you zoom way out, we're all buddies on the other side. And I, I truly believe that energetically, I don't know quite what it looks like, but when we're not in this lifetime and we all tap out and we're somewhere else, there's going to be a lot of like high fives, so to speak, of saying, wow, like you really set that scene up really well for me. Like, thanks so much for helping my growth, which helps your growth. And this has really helped me as well, of like not judging people wearing masks, not judging people for their choices of what they're doing medically, you know, all of these things and just being able to focus on me, which I believe right now has been a beautiful opportunity for all of us to really notice, like, where have we been giving our power away in all situations? You know, where have we been giving our sovereignty away? Where have we been overcomplicating things by other projections, standards, rules, expectations and things that have been placed on each and every one of us, which I feel like has been a big part of the journey for Spencer and I, when I think about the amount of times that we have moved. I mean, we could do an entire series just on our journey of quote unquote digital nomading over the last five years together. But even in the last year and a bit, since all of this really became a big thing in the last year and a half, we've moved one, two, three, four, like five main times with a couple of Airbnb stays in between while looking for places. And that's a lot. That's like more than some people have moved in their lifetime. And yet for us, it's probably closer to the number of 50 in the last five years, which is pretty wild. So the resilience of being able to do that, but also the mirror of 
seeing what comes into our field, being able to choose and say yes to ourselves of what feels good, what doesn't feel good, changing our circumstances if it's not feeling good, and being able to do what we call as following the activation has been a big part of our journey. So through the lens of sovereignty and navigating what's going on in the world, what can you share a little bit from your experience and perspective of us moving around in the last year, year and a half since the, the Rona stuff really came to the mainstream? Mm-hmm. I think one of the first thing that comes up is like where there's a will, there's a way. And I'm hearing so many people right now with this idea of, oh, I wish I had more time to prepare. I wish I had positioned myself bigger, better, you know, with all of these control measures, these, let's call them the patriarchy control measures mm-hmm. coming into place. And what's really been mirrored for me in the last year has been actually if there's a will, there's a way you can position yourself physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually regardless of what's happening externally. And if you if you feel you can't do that, there's actually a patriarchal program of control running that is being, being mirrored for you to find out what it is, for AKA bring awareness to it, and then create literally the healing and the strategy to let it transmute through you so you no longer feel chained where you are. You know, for example, if we, we manifested a beautiful homestead in British Columbia and we thought it was like the end all and it was it. And what it really mirrored to us was that we can actually manifest this as quantum manifestors and that we had to go through this process. Um, and it happened a lot quicker because we've done it a few times before of actually coming to the awareness that it was no longer in alignment for ourselves and that we could release it. And we had to go through, you know, breaking of leases, selling all of our stuff again, again you know, um, we keep rehoming our dog back to the breeders, like all of these things that literally could have trapped us in a place where it was no longer in alignment for us. And we were able to move it around. And I hear the, Oh, I have kids. I have job. I have this, but all of that stuff is literally just excuses. Like we're here in Nicaragua and we're seeing people with families of three, four children, 11 11 kids who are still positioning themselves where they need to be. And I'm not saying this is about fleeing the country, but it could be moving to a homestead from the city. It could be about, you know, switch, selling your house, house. all of these things that are literally aspects of control that are being mirrored to you to see if you're going to say yes to sovereignty, yes to being in the physical location where you know you can thrive. Because here's the thing, if you're listening to this, I can guarantee you if you continue, if you continue to stay in lower frequencies, it's going to get really dense. It's going to get really hard. There will, we are anchoring in the new earth. It is here for those who are playing in 5d because when you're up there in the, the higher frequencies, you perceive everything as a gift, right? Like you perceive the, this whole patriarchal control structure as a gift. And this is one of the things that we go deep into our transcending the patriarchy program of helping women actually see the patriarchy and the quote unquote violations of the patriarchy against women and against men as a gift for us to have exactly what we need mirrored in front of us. So that way we can evolve our soul. And that's, that's an interesting place to get to, especially if you have a lot of wounding and trauma with men and with the masculine energetics. So this is something that we're going to dive deep into there. So Han, I want to turn it over to you to keep flowing with this. Yeah, so I think one of the other big things that I've found on our journey as well, and the importance of this is the feeling of safety. And I'm going to really speak to women, but I feel like this is just as relevant for men as well. But 
when all of this really started rolling out last year, at first I was like, whoa, this is going to be a crazy bioweapon. People are going to be dead in the streets. Like we were totally prepping in like that sense, you know, and there was like a bit of a fear energetic running for us, which actually had been playing out for several years because we had been researching a lot of this stuff and awakening and exploring all of these things for years now that literally when we moved to Australia, when we moved to New Zealand, we're like, where's the safest place to be for when shit goes down in the future? We didn't know what shit goes down was going to be, when it was going to be in like a year and a half later from when this all started. I'm like, okay, I can see, (laughs) you know, like we knew something was coming. We just didn't know what. And so we were literally like ping ponging around the globe, seeking the feeling of safety. You know, I wanted to feel safe. Spencer wanted to provide and make us feel safe and like get us to a great location. So it was just really interesting last year for us to still see like the residue of that playing out where when I strip it back, we were kind of chaotic and being like, should we move here? Should we move there? Should we order this? Should we do that? But it wasn't coming from our true sovereignty and our true power. And so we ended up moving and it wasn't in the line decision, our first move last year. And it was exactly what we needed though. So in a way it was aligned, but it just mirrored everything back for us of being like, no, this isn't where you're meant to be. This was like old code stuff, you know, of us basically moving way up north to eco existence and survive, where I feel like on a soul level, for us anyways, our soul was saying like, you don't need to experience this level of density and hardship. You should go somewhere else. And for us, the push that we needed, which didn't make sense in the moment, was we had a friend of a friend who had a apparent conscious community in Costa Rica. We're like, great let's go there. They've already started in the permaculture and a space, to, a place to be. And so really, again, that underlying theme of safety. So we d- we jumped and we're like, yep, let's do that. We'll leave in like five days, all of these things, you know, it was, it was really intense. And two days before we left, long story short, found out that it was essentially a religious sex cult. So huge red flags and a definite soul sacred level no for us on going there. But At that point, we didn't really know what we were doing, where we were going. We're still kind of running that old code energy, but we also trusted that clearly we had been guided to move somewhere else. So that's how we ended up in Nicaragua instead with one of our soul brothers. Came here, felt complete. Again, just following our own activations after we spent two months here. Went back to Canada, which, you know, in hindsight, there's part of me because now we're back here again. I'm like, did we need to do that? And we were talking about it on the beach this morning, that it was exactly what we needed. We still needed another dose of the mountains. We had, you know, incomplete things that we needed to close the loop on. You know, there was just a lot of things for us to energetically clean up and to really come here in an empowered space and an empowered energy. And I know the beautiful thing that I've seen is now that I'm here, Although there's ups and downs and we're navigating just like anyone, lots of changes and shifts, I feel solid on the fact that I've cultivated that feeling of inner safety and I've really chosen sovereignty and followed the activations, which to me is everything at this point in time. Is there anything you want to add around that? No, I think that's really great. I think the the big thing here is, again, like you are responsible for your sovereignty and going forward as this earth shifts and we will get to the new earth timeline 
I know that the 5D and the higher frequencies, they're here. What we're actually seeing is a shutting down of the 3 and 4D and the clinging of the patriarchy as those programs get shut down. So if you are prepared mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally for the next decade, you will make it through in this physical vessel you're in to a beautiful, abundant new earth. At some point, there's literally going to be um, a huge, like once the frequency gets high enough, you see it termed a solar flash, but essentially the frequency gets high enough and there's going to be huge shifts on this earth because of your willingness to heal, reduce, remove the trauma, become that, that clear energetic alignment of, of energy moving up and down, the solar flash will happen. And like, we will literally be in that vibrant new earth and like things are going to be wild. And you can say you heard it here first. And if you think it's crazy, that's totally fine. Everyone's on the journey, but things like the shit, the sky will no longer be blue. It'll be red. You know, we'll be seeing coding and trees, like all these beautiful things that are available to us, but we're not there as a collective yet. Many of us are not there individually yet, meaning there is still healing and evolution to be done. And we are coming into a space right now where it's going to get real wild in the third density level. And even if you're playing in like the higher energetics as well, you're going to have to have that spiritual alignment and trust in yourself internally to be able to handle all of the disclosure about ETs, aliens that are coming, the different interdimensional spaces that will play out, the hidden inner governments, the, you know, the, the multidimensional abductions and rewriting of so many of us, like so many of us have actually experienced abductions that we don't even know about right now because literally our consciousness hasn't caught up. So all of this stuff is pretty wild. And I know you're thinking like, what, what's the relevance in here? The relevancy is preparing yourself emotionally and spiritually right now and continuing to expand and notice when you expand and how that makes you feel and notice when you contract because if you contract in any way, whether it's a new mandate, whether it's the government saying something, whether it's financially, that contraction is there for you to mirror something to you. And if you're willing to expand into that contraction, you will continue to thrive at this time. Because right now the patriarchy is telling us uh, with the script that we're supposed to suffer more as a species, that we're supposed to be enslaved more, that we're supposed to end up with microchips and be completely tied in this hive mind. That's the program that's clinging right now. And like, I'm here to say no. Jen is here to say no. We are choosing a different way, a more evolved way, a way that feels more in alignment with ourselves, an organic way. And there are millions and millions of people around the globe, souls who are realizing that we're having, we're in a, a human vessel in this dimensional space, knowing this. And it's a force that's absolutely unstoppable. The patriarchy will try and cling on the, you know, the controllers, the intergovernments, all that will try and continue to take, take and take. Ultimately, it doesn't work. So just know, even when it feels dense, whether you're trapped in the city or wherever you are, that there are millions of other souls out there in the same, like in the same journey as you who are seeing and perceiving what you are seeing. And the patriarchy wants to isolate. 
They want us to feel lonely, but the fact of the matter is they could turn off the entire internet and our ability to communicate online and it wouldn't matter because things like telepathy are being remembered. Things like the sacred, uh, you know, there's all, there's like sacred omniverse languages which are being remembered more and more. And this is going beyond, you know, the people that are healers. We work with a lot of healers and, you know, with psychics and different multidimensional abilities. These are coming back for everybody. Like everybody within the next few years who is doing the, the work and the growth and the expansion will be tapping into telepathy. You heard it here first. You might think it's crazy. You can heap crap on me, but I'm here to say this is what is coming. So, hun, do you hear anything there? And I see a really good comment as well, which I feel like I could speak to once sure. you float a bit. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, one thought that came through for me is just around the topic of this conversation is around allowing more ease and flow. Mm -hmm. Like if there was one thing that women I talk to, clients I work with, say that they desire is more ease and flow. Because I feel as humans and as women, we're holding a lot. And sometimes I feel like with what's coming in on like a collective level, the energies that are coming into the planet, the dramatic programming on the mainstream, it can, it can feel like a lot to just like hold all of the things. And when we look at this theme of safety as well, and what's going on with women craving safety, and obviously there's a lot of triggers right now to go on to have us not feel safe, is basically for us to remove and release the addiction to survival. Because I know for me, when I started to get more playful and curious with what's going on in our world right now. And like, yeah, there's still like heavy moments. There's times where I feel like I'm deeply grieving Canada and what's happening to it and us moving and not being there. You know, like there's, there's the human emotions which are welcome and we get to experience them, but also mixed with basically us replacing survival addiction because that's what it is for most women, you know, and men as well. But it's not so much like, oh, I can't have the money I want to have or, oh, I haven't been able to manifest my dream partner or I haven't been able to get to where I want in my business or I'm really addicted to overworking. Those things aren't usually true. It's usually actually underneath that that we're addicted to the feelings of being in survival, of hardship, of things not feeling easy. And so the more that we can link pleasure to success and in this case of what's going on collectively, the more that we can replace and link things like pleasure, play, curiosity, empowerment, excitement with what's going on, the easier it is to ground in, the easier it is to hold what's happening, the easier it is to channel our own internal feelings of safety, the easier it is to have the relaxation or at least management of our nervous system to use our discernment, you know, and not contract further, but expand out further. And all of these things allow us to allow more ease, allow more flow with the added benefit of quantum manifestation. Because I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but things are coming into the field faster than ever. Like you say you desire something, boom, it's there. You say you don't desire something, but you keep thinking about it, which is basically you saying you desire it, boom, it's there. And it's like everything from like a little thing of I looked in the fridge the other day and our jug of maple syrup was like on the top shelf with like right on the edge. And I looked at it and had the knowingness that 
I should move that because someone's going to reach in to get something behind that. They're going to knock over and spill my maple syrup, which <laughs> is damn near impossible to get in Nicaragua. And, and we need it required for our sacred cacao. And we use it in our cacao, and it took like seven weeks to get here from the States. Anyway, <laughs> literally 45 minutes later, Spencer comes in the room looking all sheepish, saying, I spilt the maple syrup everywhere. <laughs> There's a little bit yeah, left. Lost a lot I was like, it. damn it, I knew that. Right. So it's like those little moments. And then there's like the bigger moments and the knowingness of like knowing, even though it was uncomfortable and inconvenient as fuck that we needed to come down here again. That wasn't an easy decision. Like we loved our home. Like we had big plans for Canada and what we were doing, but it was, it was being able to just honor the knowingness and follow the activation because the actual addiction to survival loop would have been us holding on and trying to like grasp and hold things. Like if you catch yourself being not flexible right now and trying to like hold on to something and being like, Oh, but I've been paying my mortgage here. I've put five years at this job or those kinds Change of the patriarchy. It's like, those are like the little hooks of the patriarchal structures that keep us in these same loops and in these same patterns. So to bring that thought home is if you want to allow more ease and flow, is to ask yourself, how can you be more flexible? How can you be more empowered? What's going to make you feel more sovereign and free? And really making and basing your decisions from there, right? Like all emotions are welcome. But I promise if you start leaning into that, you're actually going to start feeling less safe, more safe, and you're going to start feeling less influenced and less siphoned by the things that are going out there no matter where you are right now whether you're choosing to move somewhere if you're choosing to stay somewhere if you're moving around within your local area like wherever soul is placing you on this grid right now having that trust of like this is where i'm meant to be or this is where i'm meant to go is sovereignty you know is choosing ease and joy and the liberation of that really comes in understanding that you don't have to justify mm. to anybody, right? <laughs> like the most exhausting part of all of this is usually having to explain it to other people who aren't meant to understand your journey and they're not on your journey. And to me, like that's the biggest part for a lot of us with our sovereignty and honoring what makes us feel safe is actually to stop giving so many fucks about what other people might think about our actions. Mm -hmm. A really good question to ask yourself if you're feeling like your sovereignty isn't where it is, is something to the effect of like, where am I allowing other people's judgments and projections to influence the claiming of my divine sovereignty? And if you get real with yourself and try journaling that one, you're going to realize that other people are impacting your sovereignty and that's pulling you down from higher frequencies. And you're not going to flow to where you truly are capable of if you're letting other people's projections, expectations, judgments pull you down. And I get it. It can be kind of challenging. And this is the reason why we have programs like Transcending the Patriarchy. This is why you go out and get support with other people. This is why you spend time in nature connecting with the earth elements. This is why you literally basically turn off some of the technological devices, which are siphoning your energy and start having these really potent, powerful conversations. Like I love TikTok as much as anyone, but 
you need to be actually conscious. Like this is what consciousness is, right? Is being aware of where you are being siphoned and then having the courage and the fortitude, the resilience and the commitment to realizing it and then shifting into higher frequencies. And guess what? Not everyone's going to do that. Not everyone is choosing that right now. And that's totally fine. And if you're listening to this and you're not, you're choosing to not to, like I'm here to honor that choice, but I'm also here to ask you like, is that the reality that you desire to see? Because everything in our reality in this hologram is a projection and you have total control over it, total control over it. You can literally create anything. And this is what Jenna and I are doing. Like we're dissolving that patriarchy energetic in ourselves by the willingness to move around this game board to position ourselves during this huge economic transition. This might be something we'll do something on in the future about like the dissolving economies and things like that. And again, I will reiterate, not from a place of fear, but a place of awareness. Stuff is about to get crazy. You will see autumn 2021 or fall 2021 that we're just entering into will be an absolute game changer in the collective consciousness. And there's going to be a huge injection of fear. There's going to be massive injections of fear that are designed by the patriarchy and ultimately those controllers that are you know, part of that patriarchy energetic, trying to instill fear in order to take people like you, the light workers, the source players, the grid workers out of our, of our, you know, the, our maximum possibility of sovereignty and contract us. Like look at like the mandates for things and people losing jobs. Like all of that is simply the patriarchy playing its role as a gift to see if are you actually meant to be in that job is that broken medical system actually the way of the new earth and we're going to just see collapsing and collapsing and collapsing and you have a choice to really stand there and say hey like i choose sovereignty or i don't and if you're feeling like resistance to this and stuff reach out to jenna and i we can point you in the right direction whether it's you know one of our programs whether it's one of our free resources whether it's like shifting you to a mentor or you know, someone else who we think could really serve you because we're all in this together, right? Like I am simply an aspect of you. Jen is an aspect of me. And this is what we're, what I'm going to lead into with this another question here, which was actually a great one and yeah. not one that I expected to come through, but totally divine. And it's, do you believe in God and Yeshua? And the first thing I will say here is I don't believe in anything anymore. Yeah, the more I know, the less I know. Like, I don't, well, yeah, yes. And the actual word believe is a patriarchal code injected into the English language in order to take away our sovereignty. And this is what you have to be very careful. The patriarchy, not careful, but aware. The you know, words are spells. We've all heard that words are spells. But here's one thing as well. The patriarchy is actually coded into the English language the spells of lower energetics. So when you use that word, it actually has you consenting to saying, hey, I want to be in lower frequency. So if you look at that word belief, what is the word coded into the middle, middle of that? Live. Be live. And this was a huge awareness because I used to say believe all the time. But if you believe, you're not, you're not actually sure. You're externalizing, and this is how God and Yeshua is going to come up. You're externalizing to someone else. Well, here's the thing of my big remembering the last little while, what I'm seeing with more and more souls is like we talked about the start of this transmission. It's not about external anymore. 
It's about internal alignment and then merging that with the external. So if you're there saying you believe in God, you have to question that and be like, well, what am I actually believing in? Am I believing in the projections of religion from the patriarchy? Or am I actually knowing that there is a higher energetic, a higher power, you might say, that's here? So just something to be aware of. Now, in terms of my own knowingness, yeah, I, I actually do know God, like, because I am God. When you actually look at the dimensional structures all the way back, we are literally, as Jenna said, droplets of the divine. Every single particle on this entire earthly realm, this hologram we live in, is infused with source energy. It is source energy. Consciousness is energy. Energy is consciousness. And consciousness and energy are source, a.k.a. God. When you see the word God used a lot in the 3 and 4D structures, this is done by religion in order to externalize and give away our power. There is no need at all whatsoever for having a, a bridge or something in front of you between you and God because there is nothing. You, there's, it's a direct merging. Every single cell in your body is God is source, is the great mystery, Al, whatever you want to call it, we could reel them off all, all day. But what has happened through the patriarchy has been the created creation of violent religions, Christianity, you know, I can go on, you know what they are. All of these different religions with any element of, of hate, violence, killing in the name of, you know, that all of that is a program designed to externalize and give away your knowingness that you are actually divine and limitless. Now, we also see it with Yeshua quite a bit, and I, I do acknowledge that that's, that's a great, the great word for it, because um, that's what he was known as. But here's the thing, and this is some knowingness that's coming pretty recently for me. Yeshua was a 12th dimensional avatar, so very, very evolved, was not, you know, was not, was God, because obviously he's an aspect of it, but it's literally, you can think of him as a quote unquote alien or entity that was very high evolved. And he was literally made manifest as part of his mission here in order to help the people of earth, you know, whatever it was, you know, 2000 AD, if we're talking about the manipulated time, a thousand something, if we're talking about that, the time gap, but we won't get into that stuff. Um, that's stuff to message us about, but came here to literally spread the word of God, AKA spreading the knowledge that every single one of us is God. You know, people in the body, you know, people now look at him as doing miracles and all of these things in the books, but what he was doing at his core was going around, helping people realize that they were multidimensional healers made manifest here in this earthly plane. And guess what? The patriarchy through the energetics of Rome, didn't really like that. So he went through that whole process of, you know, getting killed in his, for, his, you know, this form and on the cross and all that stuff you say, you see. So if you are looking to Yeshua or Jesus as a savior, what is that? That is an externalization and a giving away of your knowingness that you are Yeshua. Yeshua is you. God is you. I am God. And one of the most things you can, powerful things you can do to take your power back is to dissolve any ties to religion and know that when you close your eyes and you just feel alignment, and a great thing is to just 
tap right here on your breastbone because there is something called the God spark or the infinity spark, which is your zero point direct connection to higher dimensional places. When you just do that and tap it, instantly you have all the knowledge of the entire omniverse available to you because you are God. So check yourself, where are you externalizing religion? Where are you externalizing the belief that there's a higher power that is somehow more worthy or better or, or super than you? And where are you externalizing avatars like Yeshua? And let me tell you, <laughs> or you know, what, what did they call them? Um, you know, ascended masters. Ascended masters do not want you worshiping them because they've already they've already mastered this knowingness that they're already God too, and hence that's why they're ascended because they were able to move their frequencies higher and higher and higher. So this is this whole the reason this question came up, and I think it's quite beautiful is where are you giving your sovereignty away to other avatars, ascended masters? other species. I know there's lots of people in here who love star seeds, Pleiadian, Arcturians, you know, a lot of identification. Oh, I'm an Arcturian here on earth. That's an externalization. You are literally pure source manifested in this hologram. So I really encourage you to go deeper into this. And if you are like me who grew up in a religious household of Christianity and then, you know, turned it off, or maybe you're starting to question some of the energetics with, you know, what the papacy is doing and the children and all this stuff. There's a really great book I want you to get. It's called The Christ Letters. The Christ Letters. You can also find the audio versions on YouTube. Christ Letters. Look it up. Spend time with those coding and realize that most of the most powerful books of the Bible were intentionally removed during the Council of Nicaea. And if you actually have those books, and they're, they're hidden all around the earth, and they will be found and remembered. And they're, they literally had all of the coding that Jesus Yeshua was sharing that we are inf infinite beings capable of multidimensional healing and not knowing disease. I'll pass this over to you, Jenna, because I know this is transmission, but I will, I will leave you with this. We are in the, we are in the remembering the patriarchy is trying real hard to have us not remember that humans actually weren't meant to die. Like death is a human thing that has been projected in by the patriarchy through the manipulation of the human template, AKA hologram. We, none of us, none of us should be quote unquote dying within this physical vessel. So this is where we're going. This is why we're doing this work. This is why we're showing up and moving ourselves, positioning ourselves on this game board and, and doing this spiritual evolution. So that way, perhaps maybe in this lifetime, we will remember Perhaps not, but we're setting the stage for all of the future timelines here on this planet to know that humans are not meant to die and we're not meant to externalize ourselves because we are God. God is you. Boom. Beautiful transmission, honey. And I think what I would just add is just on the topic of the externalization. I mean, I've seen this so much in the online coaching, whatever space where there's been so many people, you know, we've seen it with big names, like say Doreen Virtue over the years where they, there's been such an outward focus, whether it's on like crystals, Oracle decks, whatever kind of modalities and tools to like completely shutting it off and then going into religion. And I've seen it go the opposite too, where people have shut off religion and then gone more into like new age stuff. And I mean, this kind of ties in a little bit with our experience of almost accidentally joining a cult where 
the red flag for us was actually being told like, hey, don't bring your crystals, don't bring any kind of cards. Like those my are Motley like, Crue t-shirts yeah, or my tattoo that yeah, I got back in the day. <laughs> yeah, like those are like, you know, sins of the devil. We're gonna help you repent, like all that kind of stuff where basically it teeters into extremism. And so that was like a huge F no for us. <laughs> and what I've noticed though, is this ex outwards projection and externalization. And another example of it outside of um, more of the new age stuff, which I mean, like I have crystals, I have cards, like I love using those as tools, the same way I would use breath work or plant medicine as a tool. They're not the end all be all, um, but lots of us have, have really projected outwards with say like plant medicine that like that is like, the key and I think it's a tool it's not the only thing in my perception it's a tool that some of us are called to use and to work with that basically all of it a lot of it is really just reawakening the remembering that's happening within us and another example of this as well with the outward which I haven't seen as much of lately but is the QAnon kind of stuff and if you like strip all of this back again it's the feeling of safety and it's people not being in their own self-sovereignty on all of these things that they're looking for an adult. It's like that energy of like, I need an adult, you know, I need Father God, I need QAnon, I need a mentor, you know, I need, I need outside of myself. And so this is what puts people on guru pedestals and basically all of this stuff. It's not that aspects of religion are wrong or aspects of working with new age stuff is wrong like there's there's truths and lies embedded into all of these things right half truths because it keeps people confused it keeps them divided it keeps them distracted and so if we can look at it through the lens that there's aspects of truth within all of these things while coming back into self-responsibility and our own discernment, I feel, is where the magic really lies. Example being, I've ordered a Bible, and it's like a, I can't remember what it is, but it's like a one to like study, where I just want to read some of the ancient scriptures, because I'm not someone who grew up in a religious household, and I've had lots of friends just gain a lot of wisdom from the half-truths that are written into the Bible. So I'm like, great, I'll research that. I also have crystals. I've also worked with plant medicine. It's like we can use these things, but not let them actually control us. And I feel like that's where, like, again, the hooks of the patriarchy have come in, where it's it's allowing the controller species to keep people disempowered, to keep people enslaved, distracted from our own true power, our own truth. And so religion is just one example of that. But I feel like this is why we're seeing such a collective remembering and topic around things like religion right now is because there's been lots of false truths, lies, control measures, and people are waking up to more of what I call like the true religion, which is humanity and consciousness, you know, and being able to have things like, I've had experiences where I've had Jesus come, you know, Yeshua and share wisdom with me. I've read the Sophia codes, I've worked with ascended masters and all of these things to me are a, a, symbol, a symbol of deeper remembering and us being able to connect with these various entities and the energetics of past people, past ascended masters, current ascended masters, star beings, you know, all of these things, because we're remembering that that is us. They are us and we are them. And so it's creating this deeper collective remembering, which to me actually provides a lot of feelings of security and safety of realizing on like a galactic 
much bigger level, like we are not alone. However, not looking for a savior, because that's another area of externalization where mm -hmm. people are waiting for, you know, our Octurian family or the Palladians or what have you to just like come in and load us up. And the, the amount of times I've heard, you know, friends and other fellow light leaders say like, I just want to go home. And I understand that longing, like that galactic longing for home and sometimes the convenience of being like, fuck this place, I'm out. I don't know why I tapped you in here in the first place. However, I feel like a lot of us actually came here from the future. It's, not only, the future. it's not only that we, we chose to tap in and come here at this time. It's like we actually on different timelines had knowledge or awareness of what was coming on on Earth that we came here to like truly support the rise. Like I don't feel like that's just new age propaganda marketing words. It's like truly why we came here and why telepathy, why these things are on the rise, why there's so much conversation around sovereignty. So I know we've gone in a lot of different directions. Do you have any other thoughts and things going you want to add? Babe? Yeah, there's some people on here. So drop any, any questions or comments and we'll free, free flow with them in a second here, but we'll, um, Let's just talk a little bit about the potency of a lot of people talking about the healing of the planet right now and the actual physical planet, um, Earth realm, whatever, if you want to call flat Earth, like we, can, we can go into all that stuff with time, um, but we'll call it the earthly realm. But essentially what's happened is Earth has been destroyed five times through Armageddon. And, you can, you know, this gets wrapped up as Atlantis, Lumeria, you know, Pangea, all these different ones. But the reality is every single soul who is on this planet in this incarnation, this timeline right now, came, it literally came back from what we would deem the, the quote unquote future. Now we know that there's two types of time. There's linear time, past, present, future. And then there's infinite time where everything is layered over to, over top of each other. Simultaneously, everything is happening. But if we're experiencing this as linear time we have literally come back from the future as what i like to call the new earth guardians or the commandos like you can think of it in kind of like an army sense because our brain can rationalize that we came back as commandos in order to literally heal the planet and so often i feel that there's so much there's so much focus on like healing humanity but there's also, there also needs to be a focus on helping Earth heal. Now, why does Earth need to heal? Well, what happened millions of years ago in this omniverse is there was a very interesting event that happened where something like 150 planets ascended like Earth did from the, like, from the 3 and 4D frequency up into this higher state of free, fifth dimensional frequency. Well, what happens then? Well, Souls that are locked in the 3D in the lower energetics, laying a lot of stress, burden, rape, terror, war, they actually have to go somewhere. And guess what? This is what we're seeing right now. This is what we're seeing with a lot of the souls who are willingly taking this, who are going to be leaving this planet into another realm to experience because the frequency of Earth is so close to happening to that, to that, that higher energetic, just like what happened for this interesting anomaly of 150 planets hitting it at a very same time so what earth did was this realm you know as a sentient conscious being that she is volunteered to take a lot of these souls who are in the 3d from these planets much like some other realm is taking these people you know taking our souls right now for their healing and put them on here what happens when you take a bunch of freaking souls that are in lower energetics and smuck them into a new planet well, 
to Armageddon. And this is what's happened where the earth has literally been destroyed multiple times, you know, great floods, all of these things in our mythology. And you are literally here coming back from a future timeline of earth in order to ensure that this doesn't happen again. So we can literally heal that timeline coding. Break, now, the cycle. break the cycle. Now we're not going to get into the whole thing of controller species, the interdimensional warfare, the electric wars, all of that <laughs> kind of stuff. Because guess what? It's going to come out. This coding is going to come out and it matters and it also matters not. But the point I want to make with this out of this, like you're from the future, there's all these other planets, blah, 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 is this. You are literally the most elite, best of the best the most amazing traits and characteristics and superpowers of consciousness into intuition, intellect, and instinct of any of the quote unquote vol attempted volunteers who came back here. So do not limit yourself. Do not let the patriarchy programming and the bullshit stories in your nature and nurture stop you from claiming your sovereignty from activating your gifts, from going deep into healing your DNA, to unlocking the codes, to moving around this planet, to working with Mother Gaia, because you would not be here remembering, listening to the energetics of this conversation if you weren't the best of the best. You have superpowers, literal superpowers inside of you that will become awakened as you consciously activate your dormant DNA and you're going to remember the more and more of the truths in some of the things that I'm sharing you with right now. So all you have to do is get up every morning, drop into your DNA and make the conscious choice to expand, to go deeper into your mission, your gifts, your business, healing your relationships. And if you do that, you will continue to remember and unlock all aspects of this game. There were literally millions of souls in different dimensions, you know, quote unquote, putting up their hands and you might not have hands because they're uh -huh. different things, but literally saying, Hey, like I'm ready to come down here. I'm ready to be that volunteer. I'm ready to come into this place, which is dense, right? This is why there's war, rape, terror. You know, earth has this spectrum that is like no other place in the omniverse where there's such a wide range of emotions where you can literally go from the terror of being raped on the battlefield all the way to orgasmic bliss and joy and that like that and everything in between. And this is part of the reason why it was so many people wanted to volunteer to come down. In, I say people, so many souls want to volunteer to come down into this density is because it's the ultimate game. It's the ultimate test. Can you go into this level of density and flow yourself out while helping heal Mother Gaia heal? And when you can do that, and if you're listening to this and even some of these codes ring true, you're already there. You're already there. You might have been caught in the wheel of karma and density and had many life cycles. I know I've accessed past lives, but you're there. You're literally there. And if you continue to flow forward and continue to hold that sovereignty and go within, You'll shift this whole projection and you will be able to awaken and continue to do amazing things in this place of fifth dimensional earth. Yeah. And I feel the more that you remember and the more that you activate, the more that you are able to liberate yourself and to heal yourself and through the healing of yourself heals fellow men, fellow humans, humanity, the earth. And 
God, God, you know, <laughs> the energetics of all of these things, the energetics of the grid, you know, and this is where I feel like it's not earth in my perception that needs, it doesn't need saving. It just would love some healing. And to me, the healing is from us healing ourselves and doing the grid work, doing the work here during our time on the planet to not get caught into like, oh, I don't have time to do the work right now because this mandate and that mandate. And it's like all of these little illusion control structures to actually keep us out of the pocket, stop us from remembering, distract us from the things that matter. So, you know, whether you're feeling called to come and work with Spencer and I and go deeper into the work with transcending the patriarchy, amazing. We'd love to have you and or if there's something else that is activating in your soul and in your heart to explore, research, study, heal, take this as your sign regardless that now is the time to do that. And that means you can still honor yourself. You can still rest. You can still nourish. In fact, those things are more priority than ever with the energetics that are penetrating the planet right now. And it's not meant to be an either or. You can be deeply nourished, feel safe, be taken care of, and you can also do the work as the, you know, quote unquote, ascended master that you came here to be, you know, as the brilliant soul that brought their wisdom, brought their energy, you know, brought themselves to be here during the great transition. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So reach out to us if there's anything in here you'd like to go deeper on because yeah, we can go, we can flow all day with this kind of stuff. This is our living embodiment. If you are called to the energetics uh, of transcending the patriarchy, this is for women who are ready to heal and evolve their relationship to the masculine energetic within the masculine energetic in this planet and with all men, AKA all of the souls like myself who chose to manifest into a man's body. If you're ready to heal that and go super deep into a number of core areas, including father wounds, the patriarchy, our culture and society, the interdimensional space and the energetic within, we would love to have you reach out to us. There's a beautiful group already formed up, very sacred, co-facilitated by Jenna and myself truly truly going to be absolutely next level if you are more feeling the call for the wealth sovereignty and bringing your mission and your your work and, and your calling to the world in a way that not only expands your soul but creates that wealth that allows you to have that sovereignty to move around the game board and provide the resources for yourself and your family and your like community because guess what there's still that aspect down here where resources and the financial system is still here so if you're ready for you know going quantum in that level reach out to jenna around some of her programs the the mmm circle her membership or her deep dive the soulmate strategy collective and if any of you are called to be supported called forward and really challenged into this remembering of you being this new earth guardian reach out to me i have a new program a new private three-month accelerator it's called eye of the tiger and it is really a 5d embodiment accelerator where we're going to help you activate or i'm going to personally help you activate all of the codes that are already within you through the sacred construct this thing and we're going to go deep into some of my models of the wheel of the wheel of sovereignty the three stages of conscious leadership and the pyramid of relationships so great things all around and of course we can definitely recommend a bunch of other things as well.
Absolutely. So if you've been listening with us live, thank you so much for being here. If you were here on the replay, hashtag the replay. And if you are here with us live on the video, let us know in the comments what has been your number one takeaway of today's conversation and transmission, because I know we went in a lot of different directions. <laughs> and if you're listening to this on the podcast or on the live, we'll have all the links to get in touch if you're curious about these programs. You can click and check them out yourself. Or if you're not sure what's for you, or you just need some guidance and direction. Just want to talk. Yeah, if you just want to talk, you can message me or you can message Spencer. He's on Instagram as well at the New Earth Masculine. And we're happy to be teammates to your yeah. success. That's ultimately yeah. what it's all about. So we yeah. love you all. Thank you for being here with us for just about an hour. And we will see you in the next day or two for part four of Transcending the Patriarchy, our live series. We love, love you. Hey, goddess. Hope you loved this discussion as a part of our Transcending the Patriarchy free series. If you've been feeling activated and are curious about going deeper, come and check out our Transcending the Patriarchy program that is now open for enrollment. All the details are below in the show notes and feel free as well to reach out on Instagram. I'll see you soon for another episode. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode of the Soul Meat Strategy Podcast. I'd love to hear what came up for you during this episode. Tag me on your stories on Instagram at Soul Meat Strategy and come hang out with me inside of the New Earth Feminine Leadership Community on Facebook. Don't forget to leave me a review as I love and so deeply appreciate hearing your feedback. And from my heart to yours, keep shining bright, sister, and I'll see you on the next episode.